0: Hey guys, this is Danielle Harris, Jamie Lloyd from the Halloween franchise, and you are listening to the Don't Go Out There horror movie review podcast. Thanks so much. How do we get out of here?
1: movies like this end when the final
0: girl kills the bad guy and the credits roll.
2: That's Paula. That's the final girl. We just have to stay with her till the end of the movie.
0: In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers... And vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank everyone who's been listening, everyone who's been tuning in. I just want to shout out our social medias real quick uh facebook twitter instagram at don't go out there all of us have been talking about something that'd be really really fun to do mike had a great idea and i'm just gonna pass it right off to him and let him tell you guys what's going on go ahead mike
3: okay so due to recent world events we're kind of short on entertainment at least you know in the audio visual form we're kind of having to do you know reruns of stuff i'd binge the entire friday the 13th uh franchise which is a huge mistake but i'm glad i did it uh uh had a lot of fun but my you know we were kicking around some bonus ideas because there might be here in a couple days coming up where we all are on lockdown i have no idea so maybe by the time you hear this we all are on lockdown so i had a couple ideas for kicking some lists back and forth you know how everyone loves a good fucking list well this so this list evolved from the top five final girls and guys to the top ten. Final girls and guys and and if you don't know what a final girl is, I suggest you look up the final girl trope and 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 research it yourself because I didn't do that before the show started But most of you if you're listening to show you probably know what the hell a final girl or guy is <laughs> uh, So we're gonna go around and list our top ten final girls and by the way with us tonight We have mr. Dustin Franklin joining in the show once more so It'll be the four of us. We're gonna go around the room and we're going to list our favorite final girls. Brian, we're going to put some space between us, buddy. I'm sorry. You're going to go first. I'm going to go last. That's let's, start with the you. Best. let's start with you, Mr. Brian.
0: Do we want to do our honorable mentions real quick and then let's start with Brian?
3: Well, why don't we just, right before you list your ten, just say your honorable mentions.
0: Okay, that'll work.
2: Okay, let's do it. All right, so uh, my criteria, I know this is kind of – You know, you could you could either list your five or ten best or you could do your favorites. I kind of did my favorites, but my own criteria was to kind of narrow it down for me was that they kind of had to. Number one, I felt like they needed to be a badass at some point, whether a guy or a girl. And number two, I felt like I really needed them to survive more than just one movie because there were so many final girls and guys out there. That was kind of my criteria to narrow it down. So my honorable mentions were uh Aaron from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and she didn't survive more than one movie. Uh but Jessica Beale, I just had to put her up there. I don't care if she died first and wasn't a final girl. I needed to have Jessica Beale on my list. Somewhere. <laughs> um but uh for real my honorable mentions, um Gail Weathers from Scream, one, two, three, and four, Courtney Cox character. And uh this one was really hard between my tenth one and this honorable mention, but I kinda went with uh um Carol Ann um, is Heather O'Rourke's character from Poltergeist. Okay. She survived. She survived uh, one, two, and three. The only reason to me she didn't make the list make the list is because she was such a little kid. So that kind of took her a little bit out of the badass category to me. So yeah, she was a final girl, but you know, to me, I, I needed her to be a little bit older. So uh, just jumping into my list, number ten: uh, Reagan McNeil, Linda Blair's character from Exorcist one and two. All right. Justin.
1: All right, so uh just want to preface mine then, too. Uh, I didn't necessarily have the same criteria of they had to survive multiple films. I just went with straight up my 10 favorite final characters, uh, yeah. final boys and girls. Uh, and I judged mine based on tenacity and the shit they endured. Uh, that, that went a lot into it. And then just mm-hmm. memorable, memorable performance as far as acting goes. So uh, for my number 10, <clears throat> maybe a cheat, but this is my list. I'm going to go with Denise Willis from House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, played by Aaron Daniels. Go ahead, Nico?
0: All right. My honorable mentions, I also have Jessica Biel from Texas Chainsaw Remake 03. And another honorable mention I have is Eliza Dushku from Wrong Turn, the 2003. All right. Coming in at number 10, and I hope nobody gets mad. I got Jodie Foster, Clarice, Silence of the Lambs. I wrote probably too low. But this isn't my favorite rewatchable movie, but I acknowledge its greatness. She's amazing as well. She's smart, cunning, overcomes not being taken seriously because she's a woman, and doesn't hold back when she kills Buffalo Bill. That's my number ten.
3: Okay. Okay, man, I didn't even think of Clarice as it. That's actually really good.
2: Good. We have. Yeah, two different yeah, because I like, I kind of thought of. I had some other people listed, but people like Clarice popped up in my head. But I thought, you know what? Was she really ever hunted? Not really. I mean, kind of. She had a scene with, you know, Buffalo Bill or whatever at the end. But, you know, I, right. I didn't. I didn't feel like she was really hunted, and that was part of my little criteria that I had in my own little head, Canon.
3: But that's still really good, Nico. Like, we're going oh, to have yeah, a different list. No, that's absolutely. good shit. So that's good. My
0: my criteria basically was do I like the movie and did I like them? Right, <laughs> that, right. That was right. my
3: only
2: criteria. Right. <laughs> Maybe I, no, I overthought it.
3: So my criteria was just a little loose. It was just like my favorites, like who I, who I enjoy watching on screen in the movie that they're in. It's kind of the way – or the movies that they're in as you'll see the list go forward. So uh, my honorable mentions are Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, I thought that character was so different so unique to the franchise. I I feel like it needed to be somewhere So I I have him there I have ash from the evil dead I know I have him a little low to some people, but I'm not a big evil dead guy So he's in the honorable mentions with that Dana from cabin in the woods I know a lot of y'all hate that movie. I love her character in that movie. I think she's phenomenal She overcomes so much shit and so I uh, she's there for me And uh, Sally from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also on my honorable mention. A lot of people would have her one or two. But again, we kind of talked about that on this show where that movie is not super rewatchable to me. But I acknowledge how great that character was. So she ranks right there. And my number 10 is Erin from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, Jessica Bills' character. Uh, Splitting hairs between her and Sally in my opinion. But the movie that I enjoyed more is Texas Chainsaw 03 and then the... Underneath Walking Shot is better
2: with Jessica Bill. So there you go. (laughs) So the last thing that – the last thing I'll say about what I was thinking about with all this is I even had the Warrens from The Conjuring. I had Loomis from Halloween and Chief Brody from Jaws on here. But I all thought, you know what, they're more like hunters, right? They're not really the hunted. So I didn't even – I wasn't even sure if they would be considered final girls or guys. So I just – I just I left them off the list, but I just kind of wanted to that's where my brain thoughts were. Maybe like I said, maybe I overthought all this. But uh, my number nine is Julie James um, from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt character. She, uh, you know, she survived the first one. And in the second one, she survived until the very final scene. And it never shows her dying, but it's kind of implied that she might have gotten killed. Right. So uh, anyway, that's that's my number nine.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like my number ten. I said it may be a cheat because we weren't sure if Denise was—you know—we weren't sure if Denise lived right. or died. Right. But uh, I can assure you, from nine on up, that they all lived. So, <laughs> Mike, you, it's interesting that you said Dana from Cabin in the Woods because my number nine is Marty from Cabin in the Woods.
3: Oh, that's a good pick.
1: Played good pick. by Franz Cran. So I really like that movie too. A lot of people, you know, it's, it was an interesting movie, and uh, <laughs> I just really like his—that uh, final, the final kill when he kicks the director down yes. the hole with a yes. zombie and you know that, that was pretty badass and then just the thought of well the world's about to end we might as well get high <laughs> like yep. They're, they're smoking, <laughs> smoking the joint like no cares in the world we survived it fuck it so i really like marty from cabin in the woods Absolutely.
0: all right number nine for me is gina phillips trish jeepers creepers um, okay. I all right this is a nostalgic movie to me i really like her in this movie she doesn't want to go back to the tunnel where they saw the creeper dropping the body off. She runs that creeper over, you know, over and over in the car. When they do run the uh, creeper over, she tries to sacrifice herself to save Derry, Justin Long, at the end of the movie. I really thought she was she was really good in that movie, and I love Jeepers Creepers too.
3: So my number nine, I uh, went with my main man R. J. Motherfucking McCready <laughs> from The Thing. <laughs> Mr. Kurt Russell is a fucking badass in that movie. Oh wow! And he okay. survived. Well, he survived kind of. It's left ambiguous. We've re- reviewed that in depth. You're more than welcome to go back and listen to it. Uh, but that's my number nine, Mr. R.J. McCready from The Thing.
2: All right. Um, with number eight. My number eight. You'll. Uh, find her on uh our intro and every once in a while and you actually just heard it on the nightmare on elm street intro but she's uh alice johnson uh lisa wilcox character from nightmare on elm street four and five she's actually the only final girl to survive freddy krueger twice um i mean except for maybe heather lane camp but that's kind of iffy being that she's nancy and heather lane camp we'll, we'll get to that later right but uh um anyway so alice johnson she's my number eight
1: so for my number eight, this is another one where I kind of went outside the uh, outside the box here, but uh, I had to go with my queen, Cersei. I went okay. with Le- <laughs> Lena Hades' character, <laughs> Mary Sandin like from The Purge. <laughs> um, I may be biased because I, I love the first Purge movie, and I oh, also yeah. have a That's huge great. crush on my lady, Cersei Lannister. Um, <laughs> but I just thought that you know, the way that she survived kept her, kept her family together outside of her husband. But then just it was such a boss ass move at the end not to kill her neighbors and just make them live with the guilt. Sit there and wait it out. Like, I just I really like the way that her character developed in and that final scene was pretty badass. All
0: right. I hope I don't get kicked off the call, but coming in at number eight, <laughs> uh, Sydney Nev Campbell from Scream. Uh, every article, you know, I read, you know, on top final girls guys has her top three, which I would not argue. If any of you have her number two, number one, I'm just not the biggest scream fan. But she's smart, she's a badass. There's no hate for me. She's, you know, scream's just not my particular favorite franchise, but I respect uh, Sydney.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. Um, my number eight is Sarah from The Descent. A movie that we'll be reviewing here at some point. I love the character arc, the story arc. I love that movie. The first one, the second one can go to hell, but I I think she's great. I um man, I, I just love her how her story starts to the person she is at the end of the movie with everything that goes on. I love that character. I think she's great. So uh, number eight, Sarah from The Descent. And by the way, before you go, Brian, if you're listening to this. I had someone. I was talking to someone about this, and they they insisted that I put Alice from the first Friday. And Alice is not on my list. I'm going to spoil that now. Sorry.
2: Spoiler. She's not on mine either. I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> Go on. All right. So my number seven is from a franchise that I consider to be dog shit. But uh, <laughs> the three. Uh, best movies of the franchise have her in it, and that is Kirsty from uh, Hellraiser 1, yeah. 3, and 6, which, you know, to me, Hellraiser 6 is by far the best movie in that franchise, and it's not even close, and that's uh, Ash- Ashley Lawrence. She is a-, a shining sparkle in a pretty dog shit of a franchise.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: catch no, me outside. No, it sucks. <laughs> catch me outside. I'll catch you in
1: Anywhere you want, I'll catch you. <laughs> All right, so uh, number seven. Again, this might be outside the box, but I went with uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, Chris Washington, from Get Out. Okay. Um, I thought that the, the character, the story was fascinating to me. Just, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites, actually. But the escape, the way he stuffed the cotton in his ear to block the sound, the quick wit he showed to flash the camera when Walter tackled him and get away. And then uh, there's pretty badass kills in that final 10, 15 minutes of the movie as well. Um, I thought Daniel Kaluuya acted, acted his ass off that entire film. And so I'm going Chris Washington. All right,
0: coming at number seven for me is Kyle, Christine, Elise from Child's Play 2. Um, I really like the foster sister role she played with Andy. Uh, I love the final scene in the doll warehouse uh, I really, I really love that scene. And honestly, it's way better than the first child's play. She was smart, strong, and she took really good care of Andy. I, I really like Kyle in that movie.
3: Okay. Yep. Uh, my number seven is Jenny from uh, Friday the 13th, part two. Uh, I think she's a much better final girl than Alice. I love how she tricks Jason Voorhees by becoming his mother. Uh, I think that. It's a much better character arc than any of the – the first three movies in the Friday franchise, she's the only final girl that I'm interested in. Like, she's the only one that kind of pulls me in and makes me want her to win. She's smart. She's, you know, she's observant. She sees what's going on around her and takes necessary steps to try to defeat this uh, sackhead motherfucker. So I really like her role. And so, Jenny, Friday the 13th, Part 2.
2: All right, number six, my man Tommy Jarvis from the Friday the 13th franchise. Obviously he's played by three completely different actors, and Tom Matthews to me in part six is my best rendition of him or uh, my favorite rendition of him. But um uh I, I like the whole character himself. You know, he kills Tom or he kills Jason twice, and uh, you know, in part five, it's not even Jason, so You know, you can skip that anyway, but uh, that just those two alone will uh, get him on my list.
1: All right. So my number six, I went with the childhood crush, Naomi Watts playing Rachel in the ring. Uh, I had a huge crush on her, so that she'll always stand (laughs) out. But, uh, you know, the the way that she was able to, you know, let's be honest, if some long haired goth bitch climbs out of our TV, we're not going to know how to act. She figured it out. She figured out how to break the curse and so i thought that was pretty intuitive on her part and uh, i liked the uh, i like the way that she got through it and kept her son alive as well
0: all right coming in at number six for me is a controversial pick i'm going with laurie strode halloween 2018 i loved her in this movie but i have huge huge laurie fatigue she was emotionally scarred woman but strong and prepared this is my favorite halloween movie in the franchise But I hated her so much in 78, it it drug her down this list a little bit.
3: Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. My uh, (laughs) – no, it's okay. Uh, My number six is Jamie Lloyd from the Halloween series, 4 and 5, played by Danielle Harris, who has an intro on our show, who you guys met recently. Um, Love her character, especially in Halloween 4. They kind of butchered it in 5, but she's still – Really, really good in the role, even as a child. And I thought that, uh, you know, we're gonna forget that they killed her off that character in six because it's dog shit. And so we're gonna forget that it happened to just know that she survived Michael Myers twice, and and also she survived a crazy ass Doctor Loomis twice. So that really th- uh, that really bumps her up to my number
2: six. All right, Nico. So my number five is Lori Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis herself. Just <laughs> says same thing. Uh, I hated her in one and two. I thought she was a whiny, crybaby final girl. And, uh, you know, but she got on my list because, you know, she kind of turned into a badass with H2O. And uh, on, on to, um, you know, I mean, I know she died in Resurrection, but this whole different timeline, 2018, you know, she's a badass kind of grandma. So, you know, she, she deserves to be up here. Definitely number five for me.
1: Right, so going in top five, I uh now we're gonna have some overlaps, I feel. So I went with Tommy Jarvis, but in particular I went with part four Tommy Jarvis because okay. uh Corey Feldman uh you know, I thought I thought that, that was brilliant. The mindset of an eleven year old child to have the the wits about him to disguise himself, you know, I'm gonna go home and shave my head and make myself look like him, throw him off just enough there to help know. us get away. And so I thought that Tommy Jarvis from part four well, that was my favorite incarnation of him.
0: All right. Coming at number five for me is Nancy Thompson from dream warriors. Really loved her in this movie. Uh, I loved her role at the hospital as the dream, you know, expert. She wasn't scared of Freddie, but she knew how dangerous he was. And I, but the only thing I didn't like was I hated. She died in this movie. I hated that. Yeah.
3: Okay. My, uh, I won't say this pick is controversial, but I think it's going to totally lean which franchises I, I, I like the most in the horror genre. So my number five is Gail Weathers from the Scream franchise, all four of the okay. current uh, – the current. Sc- I think Courtney Cox is great in the role. Her role is a little tired in Scream 4, but I think just overall her scenes in Scream 3 are like one of the only positive things in that damn movie. Um, I have huge problems with that movie, but I think she's great as Gail Weathers in part one and two – and I think she redeems herself in four, especially the last 10 minutes of the final act. So Gail Weathers from Scream is my number five.
2: I'll tell you call what. Me. talking to, Call talking me about sometime.
3: Gale, <laughs> call me sometime. Yeah, also call me sometime. Mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's a couple that I've said. I've tried to keep it mild-mannered, well, but I mean, Jessica Bill,
2: call me anytime. Gail Weathers to me had the best character of art probably of anybody in Scream. I think she went from yeah, that asshole be. reporter all the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I really liked her. Anyway. All right. So my number four is it's a little a little off because it's not a character. It's an actress. And I'm going with Daniel Harris. Yes, because of her rendition of Jamie Lloyd in four and five. But also she was Annie Brackett, a badass Annie Brackett in the zombie Halloween one and two. Yes, she dies. Well, even 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 go further. She was uh, Mary Beth in The Hatchet one, two and three. Yeah. She survived all three of those. You know, she supposedly dies in three. But, you know, in four, they kind of show a little newscast saying that she survived so you know daniel harris to me is is my fourth favorite final girl
1: all right so my number four uh i don't know if you guys have heard this name before lori strode you guys familiar <laughs> with her <laughs> <laughs> so you know I, I liked her for all the things that you guys said plus like i said off the rip to quote nico um my one of my biggest criteria was tenacity and by god she had tenacity and she she endured quite a lot so lori strode jamie lee curtis
0: uh, right, number four for me is Tommy Jarvis from The Final Chapter. Uh, I loved him in this role. He was such a believable character to me. Uh, you know, from humping the bed when he saw you know girls <laughs> and playing video games, and then then you know he started. Sh- he was a badass little kid too. He shaved his head to look like Jason. He made. I love the fact that he made sure Jason was dead. Like he left no doubt. He kept hacking right. at him. And the reason I picked Corey Feldman over Tom Matthews is because. Tom Matthews, you're a damn idiot. Just leave Jason in the grave.
3: <laughs> it's funny you say that, Nico, because my number four is also Tommy Jarvis. From both four and six, five can go to hell. Um, but I, I, everything you said, plus I actually like Jason Lives, and I like the character arc of Tommy Jarvis in that movie, so I give a big thumbs up to Tom Matthews for how his portrayal of an older Tommy Jarvis. But like you said, love the Corey Feldman version as well. Be thinking on his feet, shaving his head, killing Jason and not stopping. Just bam, 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 beating the shit out of him until he died. And so I love, I love the character. He's survived Jason twice and Roy once. So I give him credit for that. So Tommy Jarvis, number four.
2: All right. Top three. Uh, Number three, definitely going with Nancy Thompson, Heather Langenkamp. Um, Well, Slash, because I like Nancy Thompson in one and three, obviously. And then Heather Langenkamp plays Heather Langenkamp in West Craven's New Nightmare to fight Freddy Krueger. So she survives him twice, dies once. um, But honestly, you know, without Nancy, there's probably no Freddy. And without Freddy, there's no Nancy. So uh, I'm definitely going with uh, Heather Langenkamp.
1: Okay, so my number three, I went with Jenny Field from Friday the 13th Part 2, played by Amy Steele. Uh, like you said earlier, just uh, the brilliance to realize that he's so dependent. And he, he seeks his mother yes. so much and to disguise herself, put the sweater on and distract him long enough to let Paul stab him. And uh, then, you know, the way that she was able to really mastermind their escape. So Jenny Field, number three. All
0: right. My top three, you can. I could have listed anyway and been perfectly yeah. fine with it. But number, coming at number three for me is a combo that Brian actually mentioned that didn't make his list. Going with Ed and Lorraine Warren of, of The Conjuring 2. What can I say that I haven't said in the past already? They're my favorite horror couple ever. They look like a real-life couple in these movies. They're incredible actors and actresses. They are the focus of these movies, not the families, not the demons, or the ghosts. You root for them and you love them from start to finish, and I will not to, not to just argue with Brian, but I do believe that <laughs> they are they are hunted. I mean, even though they start the hunting, they do end up getting yeah. hunted themselves. Absolutely. And Annabelle, I mean, was in you know Annabelle and Valak attack you know their family in their house. Uh I love Ann and Lorraine Warren, That's love true. them, love them.
3: Okay, number three. I've mentioned on this show a million times that I, every final girl is my favorite final girl, so I guess uh, I could put anybody here and it wouldn't be a shocker. Final girl, Mike. But maybe this is, is a little bit of a shocker. My number three is Laurie Strode, uh, oh. not just the Jamie Lee Curtis version <laughs> either, the uh, Scout Taylor Compton version as well. I think that her role in Halloween one, and I will give her credit for two, not the movie, but her portrayal I think is is good. Um, so I, I love. I love the character of Lori Strode. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, again, I'm like you. It's my favorite franchise, but I have fatigue with her as well. So I get the complaint. Uh, I don't disagree with it, but I think she's just awesome. Even in the first one, I know she's kind of dumb, but she's also 17 years old. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to really be super-duper critical of that. But her character at H2O, I love. Mm-hmm. I love her in this last Halloween. She's basically Sarah Connor, which I should have put on this list and forgot. But that's OK. Uh, I, I think she's great. And I think Scott Terracompton's portrayal in, in both Halloween 1 and 2 Rob Zombie is really good. So Laurie Strode, the character number three.
2: All right. Yeah, my I actually had my number one and number two flipped probably three or four or five times. And I just finally just went with one way. But uh, it could, she could easily be my number one. But that's Sydney Prescott and Neve Campbell from Scream 1, 2, 3 and 4. Um, I love her character. I love the movies. Um, I love her character arc. I love how she's a fighter and uh, a badass, and uh that's why she landed me number two, but she could easily be my number one.
1: Y'all wanna y'all wanna hear some bias? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are all of these Friday Final Girls these son of a gun? Oh
1: oh no, brother. It's uh, even better. Oh no. My number two? Ashley Lawrence Kirsty Cotton. Okay. <laughs> now here's here's the thing, here's the thing. And in particular, her her portrayal. No, 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 wait. Her portrayal in Hellbound, Hellraiser Two. I'm not saying that that's the the second best movie. I'm just saying her that right, character. Right. No,
3: I understand, man. I'm and understand.
1: so, you know, she keeps having these run-ins with with Pinhead, and then two, it's like it's not even her fault. She's confined in this mental institute, and uh, or this mental hospital, and they open the damn puzzle box. And so I just, you know, she always finds a way to escape. She's tenacious. She's she has got her wits about her, and the, the way that she, you know, she disguised herself as uh, Julia, causing the distraction, let her get out and save Tiffany. I thought that was a good ending to that film. Uh, so I'm going Kirsty Cotton, Hellbound, Hellraiser Part Two.
2: Oh, you know what? I think I screwed up. I've had her listed for Hellraiser one, three, and six, but it's one, two, and six, isn't it? There's yeah. three. All she is is a little mentioned by like a picture or something. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Coming in at number two for me. Dr. Lawrence Gordon from Saul 1 and Part 7. Without him, the Saul series does not happen. Oh, yeah. The moment he snaps in Saul and cuts his foot off because of his family in danger, I became all in on Dr. Gordon. Then finding out he's John Kramer's greatest asset is huge to me. And I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if everybody has seen 3D, but he has a very, very redeeming scene at the end. honestly, the ending of Saul 3D or 7, is the only good part of that movie. (laughs) So I'm going with uh, Dr. Lawrence Gordon at number two.
3: Okay. All right. I think the only person that wouldn't know that on this show is Brian, but he'll know soon enough. So um, my number two, this was really tough because I could have really put my three either way I wanted, but just, just overall the character and, and, and kind of like Brian mentioned and Dustin where their toughness Tenacity, I you know how smart the characters were, um, and how they were able to overcome you know the person that they were trying to beat, uh, really 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 weighed into that. That's why Laurie's three. Um, my number two is Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, one three and Heather Langenkamp from New Nightmare as well, basically playing Nancy again. So I love Heather Langenkamp in this role of Nancy. I think that she combats Freddy Krueger so well. And there's some other good Final Girls in the Nightmare series like the one that Brian mentioned. But for me, when I think of Nightmare on Elm Street, I think Freddy Krueger and I think Nancy Thompson. Those mm-hmm. are the two things I think of when I think of the franchise. And so anytime she's brought back – and I know a lot of people feel that way about Laurie Stroh. But to me, Nancy's a better her, – her character overall fits better with the Nightmare series than maybe Laurie Stroh. I feel like Halloween could go a different direction – as in Nightmare on Elm Street, if you were to bring that back and you wanted to do a one-off with Nancy, I know that sounds crazy. I feel like you could do it, only if Robert Englund plays Freddy, though. That's the only way that works. But um, so Nancy's my number two. Love the character, love her character arc, and all three movies she's in. All
2: right, so this is it, huh, Brett? Number one. <clears throat> uh oh. So uh, <laughs> all right. So my number one is she's. You know, the, the ultimate badass. She's uh, Ellen Ripley, Sigourney Weaver's character from the Alien movies. Um, obviously, I don't really consider two Halloween two or aliens, um, a horror movie. Really, it's just more of an action movie. But Alien and Alien 3 is definitely to me horror. And, uh, you know, hell, she survives one. She's a badass military, um, you know, juggernaut in part two. And, uh, you know, in three, she ends up sacrificing herself at the end. Spoiler alert for Nico, because I know he's not ever seen the Alien franchise. He's never going uh, to, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to watch it. So uh, anyway, my number one is Sigourney Weaver, Ellen Ripley.
1: All right. So, uh, like I said, you want to you want to see some bias? My my number one comes from my favorite film. You know, I'm just going to say it's my favorite horror film. Jennifer Cook. She plays Megan Garrison, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Jason Lives. Okay. Megan was bold as fuck. Everyone else in yeah. town should be. I'm getting the hell away from here. Jason's here. I'm running. She was ready to, to go straight on. Like we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. She, and the way that she used her uh, her wits to break Tommy out of jail, and then to the end, just having, you know, you're in a, you're in the water, and something's pulling at your feet. You know it's Jason. He's gonna kill you if he gets you. And just to have the intuition to turn to crank the boat and used the propeller to slice his throat and get away. Um, Again, I know I'm biased here, but you can't deny Megan was, Megan was great. She uh, was
3: great. In that film.
1: All right. Coming at
0: number one for me, I was very torn on this. You can ask everybody on this show. I didn't know she would count, but I rolled with it anyways. I'm going with Millie Bobby Brown, AKA 11 from Stranger Things. I, I wrote... Basically, I'm not the type to just watch shows. I mean, I see everybody on Twitter talk about they watch this show, that show. I don't watch shows, honestly. I took a leap of faith with Stranger Things, and I looked, and now I look forward to it every time a season ends for the next season. And it's all because of Eleven. Uh, the scene in season one where she saves Mike jumping off the cliff, and then she, you know, breaks the bully's arms. I, that, that's, that scene is iconic to me. It's one of my favorite scenes ever. Uh, I love seeing her grow in her role, and it's kind of crazy, but I, I I just love Stranger Things. I love Millie Bobby Brown. I got a watermark uh, portrait made of her. <laughs> so number one for me is eleven. Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things. I think
3: that totally qualifies. By the way, I don't ever if, I never questioned thing, it for a second. If the thing
0: second. is horror, Stranger right. Things to me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, there's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, it,
3: it, it's definitely <laughs> sci-fi horror, especially the last season. It. It had a, a lot of horror aspects to it, so I, I definitely say that counts. So my number one should probably be clear by now. But hello, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney Prescott is my number one favorite final girl of all time. I love her character arc. I think she's phenomenal. I, <laughs> I thank just, God I
2: moved her to number two.
1: Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, I think <laughs> is you guys probably cool. discussed that beforehand.
3: <laughs> no, definitely. we just have the same taste. Sons of bitches. Yeah, but uh, no, I love Nev Campbell in the role. Every movie she's in, she makes it better. As far as the Scream franchise, because she's in it. Any Scream movie that didn't have her, or, or that they, so they've all had her. But if they did one without her, I probably wouldn't go see it because she means that much to the franchise to me. And unlike Halloween, and unlike Friday, and unlike Nightmare, where the killer became the star, and not that Ghostface doesn't have his own legacy. But Sidney Prescott's the star of the Scream franchise. When you think of Scream, you do think of Ghostface, but there's no one Ghostface. Everybody's fucking Ghostface. Right. But you think of Sidney Prescott, and you think of, you know, Ghostface saying her name. Like, it's synonymous with the franchise. I think her character arc from movie one to movie four, she's a badass in all four movies. She's clearly suffered from PTSD, but she overcomes it multiple times. (laughs) She had her damn niece... Betray her and still be her weird ass, which that's a totally different subject when we cover Scream 4. But I think she's great, man. I I just can't say enough about the character. And Scream is one of my favorite. It's my number two favorite horror franchise. And so uh, she's my number one favorite final
2: girl, though. So and also, Nev, call me sometime. (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin Williams, will you please make her the killer in Scream 5? Come on. If you You would. We all need it.
3: If it's the last stab, I mean scream, then yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, that was a lot of fun, man. I I knew we would all have some same overlap in in people, but we definitely didn't have a lot of same order except for me and Nico with Tommy Jarvis at four. But I, I thought that we would have some t- completely different lists, especially adding Dustin, which I came in completely dry not knowing who he was going to pick. I had some thoughts about YouTube, but I he went Friday the thirteenth heavy, but that's okay. That's his shit, man. So I think it's I think that was a lot of fun, man. I liked the differences we have on our list and Nico probably had the most unique number one and I think
0: that's that's awesome. Can I give one more honorable mention I forgot? Yeah. Alright. And I'm not gonna spoil it because I know Brian's gonna watch the movie tonight. Saul three Doctor Lynn Denlin. She was great in that movie. She got yeah. fucked she got fucked at the end, but she was great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I just want to say on my list, like, I didn't do any honorable mentions, and I also try not to, I, I went a little bit more outside the box of mine than you guys did, which, I you know, I just, like I said, I didn't want to go by the, the prototypical, this is the final girl character. I didn't right. pick all slashers, um, and so there were some glaring uh, glaring holes in mine, not having Sydney, not having Nancy, et cetera. but uh, this was a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, I look forward to doing more lists with you guys.
3: Oh, hey, we got some more lists coming up because the Corona is is loose. (laughs) The Corona. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Yeah, man. So uh, actually, I will do one more honorable mention, even though I had a million and mine would be Ed and Lorraine Warren from The Conjuring series. I think they're both awesome characters. I've loved on them enough, but I thought they at least deserve to be mentioned, especially Lorraine in that second movie, because like you said, Nico, she is hunted in that movie. And so that definitely makes her sort of so final girl worthy. So I give her a lot of credit on that. And I almost, put, I almost put Aaron from Chainsaw Massacre in my honorable mentions and Jesse from Nightmare 2 at 10 just because of the uniqueness. And the entire big three of, of slashers, they're all final girls. He's the one final guy. And I thought that was very unique, and you can say whatever you want about that movie, and I don't think we're breaking any taboos here. It's the gayest horror film of all time. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It's not even overt anymore. It's very – it's hidden in plain sight uh, how gay that movie is, and that's not a bad thing. It was a very unique story, unique telling, and one day I'm going to make you all watch it and review it on this show, so just be ready.
2: I don't mind. I don't I don't mind any of the Nightmare films except Five. I mean, honestly, and heck, I mean, I can deal with Freddy's Dead and Five. You, you can give me any of the Nightmare de- films any day. I'm good. You dude, that, that guy. <laughs>
0: dude Jesse, <laughs> so he quit acting after that movie. He caught. He caught so much grief from it. I, and if I, I'm not mistaken.
3: And I think over time, it's become kind of a, a little bit of a cult classic, just because of how different it is from the rest of the franchise. Also, that's one of the
0: best Freddy's. I mean, Freddy's a dark, sick fuck oh, yeah. in that
3: movie. So. If you're looking for Dark Freddy, definitely part two. Yeah, I I'm agree. gonna throw yeah. it back to you, Nico. You're the host.
0: Yeah, I put Jessica Biel in my honorable mentions. She was great at the end, but oh, damn, she <laughs> was she was so dumb at the beginning of the movie.
3: <laughs> She's the reason they're there. You're, you're absolutely yeah.
0: You, you can't hot yourself into the into my top ten when you're that dumb at the beginning. <laughs>
3: oh,
2: you can mine.
3: Like yeah, that's why she was ten. And Je- I think you could see the math there. Uh, one person i almost put in my honorable mentions was uh and this is how unmemorable she is i don't remember her name but the last the last girl from jason x i thought really
2: was a fun role i'm sorry sorry and and listen i'll say i I do agree with I, i agree with you nico on the warrants uh for sure but i just felt like if I was gonna have the criteria of the Warrens on there, then I would have had to add Loomis and Chief Brody, like I had on my list. And I was like, man, I didn't want to put them in there. I wanted to kind of go a little bit different. So um, that's that's the only reason I didn't put them in there. But right. you're you're right. You're absolutely right. They are hunted just as much as they are hunters.
0: No, I mean it's our it's our list. I wasn't you know starting an argument or nothing. I mean <laughs> Loomis, you know, he gets a. Uh, I mean, Loomis, he took his fair share of ass beefs from Michael
2: Myers, too. Yeah. I was he wasn't just, very good at hunting, but he was a hunter. He By
3: the fifth movie, he's a bumbling fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> Get
3: out of there! Ah! <laughs> so annoying in part five. Uh, okay, sorry, I'm going to rant. I'm just glad none of you had Deputy fucking Dewey. I would have I <laughs> went the fuck off on y'all.
1: Oh, that, that's, that's my honorable mention. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you have
3: enough problems. Get out of here. I I'm, uh, I'm
1: trying ahead, to me. think I'm trying to
0: think of the dad's name in this Halloween twenty eighteen I'm watching. What's his name? The one that you hate, Mike. The Ray. peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> that one. Ray. <laughs> Ray. I was how I was surprised he said. didn't make your favorite your top.
3: We got, we peanut butter well, he died and nobody gave a fuck. Look at that. How how,
0: how wicked that was <laughs> <laughs> I hope
3: I hope he died with peanut butter on his dick.
2: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just got canceled. Yeah. Any, anyway,
0: okay. uh Mike, he's on a uh, he's on a four episode bonus, a four bonus episode hot streak right now. He's uh, he he picks terrible movies for us to review, but he Aww. picks great bonus episodes. <laughs> hey, hey, you said that yourself, brother. In the in yeah, list. but I was just kidding. <laughs> goddammit. it! I picked, I picked Halloween 2018.
3: You love that movie?
0: Yeah, I, I actually rated and, it higher than you did.
3: And you rated Halloween 07 a seven, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, well, then kick rocks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See what anyway. My headphones
0: came undone. <laughs> anyways, uh, this was really fun. Uh, really enjoyed doing these type of episodes, too. You kind of just get to hang out with your buddies and talk horror. And we're going to keep doing stuff like this on top of our film reviews. Hope everyone has a good night. And y'all check out our bonus with uh, Lyndon Porco on St. Patrick's Day. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't good
1: out there. Out.